Chapter Three of Tales of a Poultry Farm. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Natalie Paula. Tales of a Poultry Farm by Clara Dillingham Pearson. Chapter Three: The First Spring Chickens Are Hatched. It was only a few days after the new family settled in the house that the man drove out from town with a queer-looking box-like thing in his light wagon this he took out and left on the ground beside the cellarway when he had unharnessed brownie and let him loose in the pasture he came back and took the crate off from the box then the poultry who were standing around saw that it was not at all an ordinary box indeed as soon as the man had fastened a leg to each corner they thought it rather more like a fat table than a box while the man was examining it he kept turning over the pages of a small book which he took from some place inside the table the geese thought it was quite senseless habit of the man's this looking at books when he was at work they had never seen the farmer do so and they did not understand it when geese do not understand anything you know they always decide that it's very silly and senseless there are a great many things which they do not understand so of course there are a great many which they think extremely silly the little girls and their mother stood beside the man as he looked at the book and the fat new table he said something to one of them and she went into the house when she came out she had a small basket full of eggs the man took some and put them into one part of the table then he took them out again and put them in the basket that disgusted the brown hen who was watching it all i am always fair she said and i am willing to say that i have been treated very well by this man very well indeed but it is most distressing and unpleasant to a sensible fowl like myself to see so much utter foolishness on a farm where i have spent my life then why don't you shut your eyes asked the shanghai cock with his usual rudeness and after that the brown hen could say nothing more this was a great leaf to the barred plymouth rock hen who did not at all understand what was going on would have tried to defend the man if the brown hen had asked her about it after a while the woman helped the man carry the queer-looking object into the cellar and then the poultry strolled off to talk it all over they heard nothing more about the fat table until the next morning then the gander who had been standing for a long time close to the cellarway waddled off toward the barn with the news they use that table to keep eggs in said he now isn't that just like the man i saw him put in a great many eggs and he took them all out of little cases which he brought from town this morning i don't see why a man should bring eggs out from town when he can get plenty in the barn by hunting for them do you he won't find any of mine in the barn said hen turkey i lay one every day but i never put them there when she finished speaking she looked around to see if the gobbler had heard her luckily he had not if he had he would have tried to find and break her eggs this was not the only silly thing the man did said the gander who intended to tell every bit of news he had in spite of interruptions probably not said the white cock who was feeling badly that morning and so thought the world was all wrong no indeed said the gander raising his voice somewhat so the poultry around might know he had news of importance to tell no indeed the man marked every egg with a sort of stick which he took from his pocket it was sharp at both ends and sometimes he marked with one end and sometimes the other he put black mark on one side of each egg and a red mark on the other red exclaimed the gobbler Ugh. yes red said the gander but the worst and most stupid part of all was when he lighted a little fire in something that he had and fastened it to the table what a shame cried all the geese together it will burn up those eggs 
and every fowl knows it takes time to get a good lot of them together he may not have thought of that he cannot know very much for he probably never lived on a farm before he may think that eggs are to be found in barns exactly as stones are found in fields all this made the barred plymouth rock hen very sad she could not help believing what she had heard and still she hoped they might yet find out that the man had a good reason for marking and then burning up those eggs she was glad to think none of hers were in the lot she was not saving them for chickens just then but she preferred to think of them as being eaten by the little girls or the fat baby who lived in the house she decided to begin saving for a brood of chickens at once she wanted to say something kind about the man or explain what he was doing when he lighted the fire however she could not so she just kept her bill tightly shut and said nothing at all this also showed that she was fine hen for the best people would rather say nothing at all about others than to say unkind things it was a long time before the friendly barred plymouth rock hen knew what was going on in the cellar she was greatly discouraged about the man she had tried as hard as she could to make the other poultry believe in him and had thought she was succeeding now this foolishness about the fat table and the egg seemed likely to spoil it all she found a good place for laying in a corner of the carriage-house on some old bags and there she put all her eggs she decided to raise a brood of chickens and take comfort with them leaving the man to look out for himself as well as he could she still believed in him but she was discouraged several of the other hens also stole nests and began filling them so on the day when the man hunted thoroughly for eggs and found those stolen nests taking all but one egg from each there were five exceedingly sad hens you would think they might have been discouraged yet they were not a hen may become discouraged about anything else in the world but if she wants to sit she sticks to it that very day was an exciting one in the cellar when the man came down after breakfast to look at the eggs in the fat table he found them all as he had left them with the black mark side uppermost he took them out to air for a few minutes and then began putting them back with the red mark side uppermost as he lifted them he often put one to his ear or held it up to the light he had handled the eggs over this way twice a day for about three weeks a few of them had small breaks in the shell and through one of these breaks there stuck a tiny beak of an unhatched chicken when he found an egg that was cracked or one in which there seemed to be a faint tap tap tapping he put it apart from the others when this was done the man ran up the inside stairs in a few minutes he returned with the baby in his arms and the rest of the family following the woman had her sleeves rolled up and flour on her apron the little girls were dressed in the plain blue denim frocks which they wore all the time except when they went to town then all five of them watched the cracked eggs and saw the tiny chickens who were inside chip away at the shell and get ready to come out into the great world the woman had to leave first for there came a hissing bubbling sound from the kitchen above which made her turn and run up the stairs as fast as she could then what a time the man had the baby in his arms kept jumping and reaching for the struggling chickens and the two little girls could hardly keep their hands away from them let me help just one get out of his shell said the little brown-haired girl it's so hard for such small chickens no said the man and he said it very patiently although they already had been begging like this for some time no you must not touch one of them if you were hens you would know better than to want to do such a thing if you should take the shell off for a chicken he would either die or be very weak little fellow before long each will have a fine round doorway at the large end of his shell through which he can slip out easily some of the chickens work faster than others and some had thin shells to break while others had quite thick ones so when the first chicken was safely out many had not even poked their bills through 
as soon as the first was safely hatched the man took away the broken shell and closed the fat table again then he waved his hat at the little girls and said shoo shoo until they laughed and ran out of doors all that day there were tiny chickens busy in the incubator that was what the man called the fat table working and working and working to get out of their shells each was curled up in a tight bundle inside and one could almost think that he could not work in such a position however each had his head curled around under his left wing and pecked with it there then too as he worked each pushed with his feet against the shell and so turned very slowly around and around inside it that gave him a chance you see to peck in a circle and to break open a round doorway as they came out the chickens nestled close to each other or ran around and got acquainted talking in soft little cheep cheep cheeps they were very happy chickens for they were warm and had just about light enough for eyes that had seen no light at all until that day it is true that they had no food but one does not need food when first hatched so it's not strange that they were happy it's also true that they had no mother yet even that did not trouble them for they knew nothing at all about mothers probably they thought the chickens were always hatched in incubators and kept warm by lamps the next morning when the barred plymouth rock hen was sitting on her one egg in the carriage house thinking sadly of her friend the man that same man came slowly up to her the little girls were following him and when they reached the doorway they stood still with their toes on a mark which the man had made they wanted very much to see what he was about to do yet they minded and stood where they had been told although they did bend forward as far as they could without tumbling over the man knelt in front of the sitting hen and gently uncovered the basket he held the hen could hardly believe her ears for she heard the soft cheep 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 of newly hatched chickens she tried to see into the basket there there said the man i have brought you some children then he lifted one at a time and slipped it into her nest until she had twelve beautiful downy white chickens there well 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 clucked the hen and she could not think of another thing to say until the man had gone off to the barn he had taken her egg but she did not care about that all she wanted was those beautiful chickens she fluffed up her feathers and spread out her wings until she covered the whole twelve and then she was the happiest fowl on the place the man came back to put food and water where she could reach both without leaving her nest and even then she could think of nothing to say after he went away a friend came strolling through the open doorway this hen was also sitting but had come off the nest to stretch her legs and find food it was a warm april day and she felt so certain that the eggs would not chill that she paused to chat such dreadful luck she cackled you must never try to make me think that this man is friendly he has left me only one of the eggs i had laid and now i have to start all over again for a brood of chickens or else give up the worst of it is that i feel as though i could not lay any more for a while don't be discouraged said the bared plymouth rock hen i had only one egg to sit on last night and this morning i have a whole brood of chickens where did they come from asked the visiting hen in great excitement this is what i don't know replied the happy mother the man brought them to me just now and put food and water beside my nest i have asked them and asked them who their mother was and they say i'm the first hen they ever saw of course that cannot be so for chickens are not blind at first like kittens but this is very strange that they cannot remember about the hen who hatched them they say that there were many more chickens where they came from no hen whatever the white cock stood in the doorway do you know where my chickens were hatched asked the barred plymouth rock hen do i know he said he pausing to loosen some mud from one of his feet he did not understand the feelings of a mother or he would have answered at once 
i saw the man bring a basketful of chickens over this way a while ago he got them from the cellar the door was open and i stood on it of course i was not hanging around to find out what he was doing i simply happened to be there you understand yes we understand all about it said the hen who knew the white cock as well as anybody i happened to be there he repeated and i saw the man take the chickens out of the fat table there was no hen in sight it must be a machine for hatching chickens i think it dreadful if the chickens on this farm have to be hatched in a cellar without hens everything is going wrong since the farmer left the barred plymouth rock hen and her caller looked at each other without speaking they remembered hearing the white cock talk that way before the farmer left he was one of those fowls who are always discontented i'm going back to my nest said the visiting hen perhaps the man will bring me some chickens too the barred plymouth rock hen sat on her nest in the carriage house eating and drinking when she wished and cuddling her children under her feathers she was very happy and thought it a beautiful world i would rather have them gray she said to herself but if they couldn't be gray i prefer white they are certainly plymouth rock chickens anyway and the color does not matter if they are good she stood up carefully and took a long look at her family i couldn't have hatched a better brood myself she said it is a queer thing for tables to take hatching chickens but if that's the way it is to be done on this farm it will save me a great deal of time and be a good thing for my legs it is lucky that this man came here the farmer who left would have never thought of making a table sit on eggs and hatch them end of chapter three